Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 29th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. That is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one one mind, one issue at a time. Quick recap of yesterday's show. Still available at LibertyRoundTable.com and LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. We talked to Brian Russ, RussQuinnandGift.com. He always provides the honest money report, an update on gold and silver, and then we break down economic realities based on honest money. We talked about a grocery shortage. Texas Roadhouse is now selling <laughs> ready-to-cook steaks because the stores don't have them, so they can fill in the gap, they claim. We also have a global shortage of workers. I tried to get salad uh, at a restaurant the other day, and they didn't have enough workers to make it. They said, we don't have any salads. Sorry. We also talked about the global shortage of workers. What's going on? Experts claim to explain. <coughs> CNBC, they say supply chain is really hitting global growth, and it's about to get much worse. So look out for the supply chain with worker shortages, with product shortages, with prices going up. It's not looking good, folks. We talked about Facebook papers now reveal that the company knew they were profiting from sex trafficking. But they didn't do anything to stop it. Cara Kelly, USA Today with that piece. Facebook literally knew they were profiting from sex trafficking and virtually did nothing to stop it. But they have plenty of time to harass me on Facebook, don't they? In-N-Out Burger heroically said no to government vaccine mandates in response to the attacks. In-N-Out Burger has not backed down. In fact, they've doubled down. And In-N-Out Burger's chief legal and business officer, Arnie Wessinger is his name. He says, we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. It is unreasonable, invasive, and unsafe to force our restaurant associates to segregate customers into those who they should serve and those who they should, quote, not serve based on vaccination status. We fiercely disagree with any government dictate that forces a private company like In-N-Out Burger to discriminate against customers who choose to patronize their businesses. This is clear governmental overreach and is intrusive, improper, and offensive, he says. One of the biggest reasons he finalizes his statements, one of the biggest reasons that woke culture has gotten such a stranglehold over us in society and over American life is because people at the top of major institutions have been weak and skittish in response to the threats of the mob. He's right as rain on that reality check. 
But you know what? Now two In-N-Out locations have been shut down, and two more are experiencing serious fines in California, probably to get shut down soon because they won't force checking with their customers the vaccination status. Florida's chief financial officer jumps into the mix, by the way. His name is Jimmy Patronis, and he says, you know what? If California's that abusive In-N-Out burger, come on to Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, you got to move to the sunshine state, ladies and gentlemen, he says. You know what? You guys are shut down. But if you come to Florida, man, I'm telling you right now, look, he's arguing that Florida has a superior business climate. Noting the state has no personal income tax, low corporate taxes, and no mandate. The environment's great for In-N-Out Burger. Come on to Florida, they say. I couldn't agree more. Amen. We also talked about the propane market. Could be Armageddon this weekend as Americans struggle to afford to heat their homes with propane. Nearly 80% of Americans blame Joe Biden for information, I'm sorry, for inflationary surge. Yeah, that's a poll in New York Post. So 80% of Americans believe Joe Biden is the cause of the inflation. By the way, with some attractions closed, Disneyland's going to charge more money. They're going to do just fine, even though the rest of us are going to suffer. There's Disneyland for you. They'll make money no matter what. So they close attractions and charge more for their a day at the park. What a shame on them, especially in this economy. Hour two, we had our guest on Pete Sepp, National Taxpayers Union. You want a friend in the tax business, NTU gets it done. We talked about Democrats' rush to rewrite U.S. tax code. Hopefully they'll fail. We talked about how the Democrats' billionaires' tax increase would work. We talked about Democrats are forced to drop paid leave from their $1.75 trillion proposal, Wall Street Journal, but they were at $3-plus trillion before. Now it's only $1.5. Hopefully we can get it to where they're not even spending us into oblivion. Time will tell if the Republicans will hold the line. Gail Rosica, Utah Eagle Forum, was our next guest. Talked about, let's work together to stop critical race theory. We had an event last night. It was an incredible event full of a line of speakers. I ran a booth for Loving Liberty along with Kathy and Zach and Liz. And it was just tremendous, by the way. Um, we talked about this interesting email that I got from a listener. Basically saying, should AID, A-D-E, it stands for Antibody Dependent Enhancement, should it be stressed more on the radio? Absolutely. New study finds billions of vaccinated people around the world are at real risk of suffering antibody-dependent enhancement. Believe it or not, for over a year, intensive research has been conducted by health experts talking about this, increasing concerns about antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE. It's a phenomenon where vaccines make the diseases far worse by driving the immune system for a potentially overreaction. It basically primes the immune system for trouble. Yeah, according to our world and data, 31.7% um, of the world's population, that's like 2.7 million people, uh, have already been vaccinated with an unknown, unproven test experiment. That could be disaster, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, very, very scary stuff. I guess 2.4 million an unproven, experimental, potentially deadly medical treatment. Possibly the largest experiment ever conducted on humanity. That's scary, ladies and gentlemen. 
Wow. And that's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available at LibertyRoundTable.com and LovingLiberty.net. Without further ado, we'll launch into the news the networks refuse to use. Chris Carlson with us. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thank you, Sam. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we do need to be engaged in that fight. Lieutenant Carlson, reporting for duty, sir. Thank you, indeed. You want to lean as close to your mic as you can get. I'll tell you that right now. Um, We're talking about all things Liberty with Chris Carlson every week on your radio. We skipped the last week because I was out at the other conference. Man, we've had conference after conference. It's just incredible meeting with all the people around the country. We commend you for all your work, ladies and gentlemen. Americans are starting to get involved like never before. And that's good news because we're about to have a lesson on political science. Yeah, ivermectin is neither safe nor effective for the deep state's genocidal agenda, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible. Pros. We'll get into that with Chris Carlson. Uh, ivermectin really being lambasted by the mainstream, uh, even though it was their wonder drug of yesteryear. Chris? Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to start off this um, show with a a joke. So I was on my way to go get my vaccine the other day, Sam, and I I ran across across a couple of lab rats having a discussion. And the one asked the other, so are you going to go out and get the vaccine? And he said, no, I'm going to wait until the human trials are over. (laughs) That isn't a joke, sir. That's not funny. That's real. (laughs) That's real, baby. We're living it. Although you and I wow. were not participating in this um, pandemic, unfortunately. And then did the one, do... the, uh, did the one rat then say, uh, "Did you get some ivermectin?" <laughs> I probably did. I didn't. I I hightailed it on home after I heard that, buddy. <laughs> I didn't stick around. But anyway, you know, sometimes our animals are in fact smarter than humans. I mean, a mama bear will protect her cubs, you know, from invaders that come in to try to harm them. But human beings aren't always that intelligent, are they? You know, they'll sacrifice their, their children to the deep state agenda just because they've been brainwashed by a, a mainstream media that knows that if they continually bombard us with misinformation, eventually we'll latch onto that information. And unlike animals, we will deny our, our better instincts to reject their solutions for the problems that they themselves have created for us. But yes, ivermectin. So the deep state led by Dr. Kevorkian, I mean Dr. Fauci, is desperately trying to dissuade Americans from trying anything but the Fauci-ouchie to cure COVID-19, Sam. But in this LewRockwell.com article, Dr. Joseph Mercola, and I I know you've quoted Dr. Joseph Mercola on your show before, said of ivermectin, and this is a quote from the article. The article, by the way, uh, is entitled, Secret Documents Reveal FDA's Attack, Attack on Ivermectin. In the real world, ivermectin is a human drug that has been safely used by 3.7 billion people. Wrap your head around that, Sam. 3.7 billion people is half the population of the world. Anyway, we'll continue uh, on the other side of the break. You got it, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live on your favorite news that network refused to use radio station. Montana. 
that I would have a huge slumber party with all the girls there. Play with me more often. My mom's so busy with the board meeting. Just spend more time together as a family. Do more out-of-the-house activities. This is a tough one. My parents, they do everything they love me. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a roof over my head. They don't need to show it to me. I just know they love me. Well, not yelling at me very much. What do you wish? What do you wish? Raise my allowance. To not argue together. Um, have my dad be home more for dinner and stuff so that it could be even closer. Family, isn't it about time? Buy me an ice cream and kiss me to love me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, what's the next question? As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk continues with Chris Carlson talking about all things liberty. Ivermectin, ladies and gentlemen, a lesson on political science. Ivermectin is not what the deep state wants as they continue their genocidal agenda, ladies and gentlemen. Secret documents reveal FDA's attack on Ivermectin. Dr. Joseph Mercola, ladies and gentlemen, he just spoke at the conference we had in Salt Lake City at the Salt Palace. And uh, doing a great job, and he spoke to 3,000 people. Uh, then he got texts from all over the country, people attending nationwide our incredible conference at the Salt Palace. We can act for that. But anyway, Chris, Joseph laying this out like nobody's business. He's been forced to take down his content, what, every 48 hours now? Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, because of uh, threats of lawsuit. I mean, nowadays, you can't make any claim about the medical benefits of hardly anything except the drugs that the drug companies have uh, manufactured and have patented. If it's not patented, then they can't control it. And they don't want it out there because if they can't control it, then it's of no value to them, unfortunately. That's the world we live in today, Sam. But anyway, he, going on with the quote, he says, uh, Ivermectin has basically been safely used by 3.7 billion with a B people since the early 1990s. I looked that up. Uh, it was actually approved by the FDA in 1996. Okay, continuing with the Mercola quote. In 2016, three scientists received the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine for their discovery of ivermectin against parasitic infections in humans. It's also on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines, Sam. And he goes on to say, award-winning nationally syndicated talk show host Sam Bushman is alive today because of ivermectin. 
Actually, I added that myself. I hope you don't mind. But, but another famous talk show host, um, Joe Rogan, uh, talks about it extensively. I don't know if, if you are aware of this interview with Sanjay Gupta. Yes, I'm very familiar with it. He slaughters Gupta, Dr. Gupta on this point. And really, you know, they mocked uh, him from taking ivermectin, said he was taking horse dewormer, horse poop, whatever you want to call it, mocking um, the great well-known podcaster. But you know what? Uh, he came back and said, you know what? You guys lied and he caught him at it. And Gupta finally admitted that he lied or that the CNN uh, hosts lied and didn't have an excuse for why they lied. Well, I know why they lied, ladies and gentlemen, because the truth is not in them. Chris? That's true. And unfortunately, more people saw the CNN lie than saw the Joe Rogan podcast. And I know he's got a lot of followers on his podcast, but, uh, you know, 90% of the people, you know, who heard the CNN quote did not hear what Joe Rogan had to say about it. And I was really proud at, at how um, assertive he was about that. He he probably repeated himself uh, accusing CNN as, as lying several times, maybe seven or eight times. So, but unfortunately, most people saw more of the CNN quote than saw the Joe Rogan quotes. And I'm not a super Joe Rogan fan, but in this case, he's spot on right. And the fact is, he got well uh, from COVID, and he credits ivermectin to a big reason. I am in the same scenario. I credit ivermectin as one of the great medications that helped save my life. Yep. Yeah, and I knew, knew that you would uh, be able to resonate with this because of your own personal experience. Um, when I got COVID, my wife and I got COVID, and I think we got a double dose of it because we got sick uh, this last summer uh, with something, which is very, very strange for me and my wife because I, I don't think I've ever gotten sick like that, an upper respiratory disease in the middle of summer, which is very rare for anybody. So something's weird is going on. With I mean, this is, this is an actual pandemic, but... I mean, people just don't get sick in the middle of summer. Anyway. But the point of, of Mercola's uh, article really is the secret documents now reveal FDA's attack, unwarranted attack on ivermectin is what we're really talking about. Why secret documents, Chris? This secret documents. Well, there are NIH documents that basically recognize that several randomized trials published in peer-reviewed journals have reported data indicating that ivermectin is as effective as a COVID-19 is an effective COVID-19 treatment. Now, are you talking about the Doug Peterson, the AG for Nebraska? Yeah, in, in the article, he Mercola reveals a, a lot of these FDA secret documents where they know that the ivermectin is safe and effective, even though they had this weird health, um, I don't know what you want to call it, poison control person say, hey, come on, ivermectin, we're not taking horse poop or horse dewormer here, guys. Come on now. They know about the real world. They know in the real world, ladies and gentlemen, ivermectin is a human drug that has been safely used by 3.7 billion people since it literally was put on the market in 96. They know this. Um, yeah, but it's been yeah. around uh, for a long time, and the FDA, believe it or not, has literally doubled down and given three scientists um, Nobel the Nobel Prize in physiology or medicine for their discovering of the ivermectin to be used against parasitic infections in humans. They know all this. 
Yeah, and that's right? a threat to their agenda. Obviously, their agenda, and Sam, here's the problem. I can't assert that I know exactly what's in the COVID-19 uh, injections because it's proprietary. They don't list it on the label. And yet people are in, allowing uh, doctors and nurses to inject it into their arms without knowing what's being injected into their arms. That's the strange thing. You know, reasonably, seemingly reasonable people like uh, somebody that I know, just last night I visited a man who says since January he's received the shot and ever since he's never been well. And he's lost over 40 pounds of weight. He looks, I mean, he, he's an older gentleman and you know, in that age category where you know, his risk for side effects from a vaccine are very high, but he didn't have 40 pounds of weight to lose and he just looks 10 years older than what I remember him before he got the shot. Anyway, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent. Um, they, there are a couple of uh, fake news articles that, that Dr. McCullough refers to. And one, in an October 5, 2021 um, news article, the now infamous tweet of a Mississippi Poison Control Health Alert, which stated that at least 70% of the recent calls for their uh, poison control alert have been related to ingestion of livestock or animal formulations of ivermectin purchased at livestock supply centers. Do you remember that? That news, uh, breaking news? This is probably about two months ago. Well, it turns out that was a misinterpretation that then the uh, Mississippi Poison Control Center corrected. Uh, in an October 5, 2021 correction, the Mississippi Health Department clarified that it was was not 70% of all poison control calls that involved veterinarian ivermectin. It was 70% of all ivermectin-related calls where they re were reporting Yeah, which means if I get 10 calls and one of them is ivermectin-related, then, you know, hey, that's a pretty limited number, one-tenth of the real calls, and then 70% of that one-tenth, ladies and gentlemen, is the issue. And I would also mention, though, that, you know, what the women say about abortions— my body, my choice applies when it comes to ivermectin or not taking the vaccinations, etc. But they also use this phrase in the abortion world as well. Hey, if you don't let women get legitimate abortions, not that I agree with legitimate abortions, but just hang with me for a second. Um, if they can't get legitimate abortions or, quote, legal, safe, affected by a physician abortion, then they'll go out and use a coat hanger or get an abortion on their own. And it's not very safe. Well, this is kind of what's happening in the ivermectin world. Since people can't get safe <clears throat> prescribed ivermectin for humans, they're forced to try to go out into the farm supply stores, get what they can, and, and deal with it. It's a really similar scenario is the point, uh, Chris, yeah. and that's something that's not being acknowledged either. And the but make no mistake, being... this poison control person, uh, literally, that's a huge difference, 70% of the calls versus 70% of the, quote, ivermectin calls, right? Yeah, they just totally, and I think they did that intentionally, obviously. They have an agenda here. Um, and, and the doctors, you know, the local doctors, even a doctor that I know, I actually um, texted him two nights ago, and I just, I didn't tell him what I was doing. I didn't tell him that, you know, about my, uh, my understanding of ivermectin. I said, well, you know, is ivermectin being... Uh, being prescribed for the treatment of COVID-19. And here's what he tweeted me, not tweeted me, he, he texted me. He said, no, they're not giving it. There isn't any data to support it. And there have been many cases of harm from off-label use. 
Across the nation, it is considered malpractice, and then in parentheses he says, against standard of care, to give it. There is one study being conducted currently that is trying to evaluate it if it is any use. Given that it is a drug that treats parasites and that parasites and viruses included COVID are very different from each other, <clears throat> it would be very interesting if they found it was effective. Hope this helps in some way, unquote. Quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Carlson with us. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. With two infrastructure bills awaiting congressional approval, one has bipartisan support and one is totally partisan. Digging deeper, Chris Barnes from the New England USA Radio News Bureau explains. Big tax cut to the middle class creates jobs. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi speaking on Thursday morning when she and President Biden had announced it appeared a deal was done that would pass the president's two big legislative priorities. Lowers costs for families. But not so fast. In the hours that have followed, some Democrats have now put a hold on things again. They want to guarantee that both the surface infrastructure bill that has bipartisan support and that sweeping social infrastructure measure, as it's been called, will pass the House and the Senate. Disgrace New York ex-governor Democrat Andrew Cuomo was charged Thursday with misdemeanor groping a female aide in Albany's executive mansion, a crime that could send him to jail for a year if he's convicted. USA Radio News. COVID is spiking again, and it's just not clear how to keep your family safe. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Trial attorney Jeff Harris on CNBC said that there's a question of negligence on the Rust movie set following the fatal shooting of the cinematographer. It's there's there's just simply no explanation why that would ever happen. And so it's clear that if you have a live round on a movie set, it's allowed to migrate its way into an operational firearm. That firearm is is likely to get pointed uh, in front of somebody. Those are all the kinds of things that clearly spell negligence. Parents are resisting kids' COVID-19 vaccines. Most parents in the United States with younger children are in no hurry to get their kids vaccinated from COVID. According to a study conducted by the Kaiser Family Foundation, parents seem concerned about vaccine safety. About 76% of those surveyed say they are very or somewhat concerned about long-term side effects, while 71% are worried about serious side effects of the vaccine. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg.
All right, back with your life, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Chris Carlson with me. The war on ivermectin. Joel Skousen wrote a piece, worldaffairsbrief.com. In the real world, ladies and gentlemen, ivermectin is a human drug that has been safely used by 3.7 plus billion people uh, since 1996 when the FDA approved it. It's been around way, way, way longer than that, ladies and gentlemen. But secret documents reveal FDA's attack on ivermectin. This is a lesson in political science. Ivermectin is neither safe nor effective for the deep state, but it is for the treatment of COVID. Even though they claim there's no studies relating to it, they lie. The person that Chris Carlson was discussing it with lied because they're not familiar with the frontline doctor's work. There's plenty of evidence that ivermectin works. And uh, it was even on um, many of the websites from the NIH saying it was safe and effective even for COVID treatment, Chris. So uh, the problem is they've got an agenda here that contradicts uh, their first creed as physicians, do no harm, sir. Yeah, and it's because they're being <clears throat> dictated to by the CDC from Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, Kate Daly talked about this extensively. As soon as she took her husband into the hospital, you know, he was, it probably wasn't COVID, it was probably, you know, some other respiratory disease. But, um, you know, they immediately began to implement the CDC protocol, which almost automatically requires that they put people on ventilators when they have upper respiratory diseases. And she insisted that they not do that, even though they should have known by sad experience, the respirators kill more people than they save because they damage the delicate lung tissue inside your lungs. Anyway, and that that's probably why. We're, local doctors should be controlled by uh, local protocols. They should not be controlled by protocols that are dictated to them by large bureaucracies like the CDC or the NIH or the World Health Organization, for that matter. But they're, but they're being told, just like this local doctor, and he's a nice guy, whose quote I just read. Um, he, he's a wonderful guy, good Christian. Uh, I see him on a regular basis, but he, you know, they're brainwashed to think that the CDC knows it all and if the CDC dictates to them the terms under which they can operate, then that, that must be, you know, the gospel truth for them. And it's not. The ventilators are killing people. Uh, remdesivir, you, as you talked about, is killing people. I've got a quote right here where it talks about um, the deaths associated with remdesivir. <clears throat> and this is the uh, an ex, uh, con continuation of the Mercola quote, Sam. It says, since the spring of 2020... Vaja Access has received 7,499 adverse events in all attributed to remdesivir, including 560 deaths, 550 serious cardiac disorders, and 475 acute kidney injuries. That's remdesivir. That's the standard of care for COVID-19 if you go into the hospital today. And it's killing people, a lot more people than ivermectin probably ever did over its lifetime. And NIH, I've already read this quote, where the NIH recognizes that several randomized trials published in peer-reviewed journals, Sam, those are respectable journals, they're peer-reviewed, have reported data indicating that ivermectin is in fact effective as a COVID-19 treatment. But they're not using it because most doctors don't have access to that information. They're being dictated as far as their protocols are concerned, to by the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia, which I submit is, you know, just as corrupt as Dr. Fauci and his NIH. 
Um, do you want to go on to the Nebraska Department of Health asking Attorney General Doug Peterson to issue a legal opinion on the off-label use of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? Yes, what's, what's interesting about this, ladies and gentlemen, is the more we dig in, the more the evidence becomes contradictory and or in defense of ivermectin, not the other way around. And they've literally hoodwinked, bamboozled, deceived, manipulated physicians and nurses and all kinds of medical practitioners across the country against ivermectin, wrongfully so. And right now, the medical world is in lockstep with the lies of the uh, FDA, the lies of the NIH, the lies of the WTO, the lies of all these organizations on them, uh, COVID. But it's not going to take long, ladies and gentlemen, until these heroes in the medical professions, frontline people, realize they've been lied to and manipulated and deceived. And when they do, there's going to be a mass rioting and exiting uh, of the protocols that they've laid forward. So I think it's a matter of time until the medical profession wakes up, when they realize that people are dying on their watch, when they realize there's other solutions. The word is getting out. The new media takes say taking center stage and what happens is these medical professionals believe the lies until something happens to their family or something like that and then they change their mind whistleblowers are standing up we're seeing a sea change here it's taking longer than i want for sure it seems like it's slower than molasses uh, but there is a sea change happening without a doubt chris yep and and when their loved ones um do die or have serious side effects from uh, administering uh, remdesivir or the treatments that they give them in the hospital, they always tell them that it's rare. They always tell them that their uh, loved one is the exception to the rule, which is not true. And eventually, with all of the evidence accumulating in our local hospitals and, you know, through talking to neighbors and friends and family, realizing that there's a pattern here, Sam. And that's, that's the issue that I have with this. I see patterns where we should be waking up to the fact that the establishment cures are not working. They're, in fact... Uh, causing more damage than they are good. And we're not connecting the dots. We're not putting two and two together. We're not seeing the big picture. And the big picture is, I believe, uh, a genocidal agenda. And we need to be waking up to this and, and trusting more our internal instincts, like Joel Skousen always talks about. You know, listen to that that small voice, that that nervous feeling inside you. And don't let anything else, no matter how official, no matter how authoritative it may seem override those feelings of nervousness when you're about to do something that you shouldn't do like administer dangerous concoctions like remdesivir to a loved one you know listen to alternative media listen um don't if you're sam let's listen if you're getting your information from fox or cnn or msnbc you know, don't quit doing it. I don't think anybody within the sound of our voice today is doing that. But don't. Those those are disinformation outlets. They're part of this genocidal agenda that's trying to destroy America. Uh, just don't do it. If it's popular, it's probably not accurate or good for us. Anyway, where where shall we go from here? Well, I think we could talk about a couple of things from here. We talked about the Joseph McCullough article about the secret documents. We talked about in the real world ivermectin is used and is even promoted by the NIH. Uh, the ivermectin is given to immigrants when they come into the United States. Uh, ivermectin was taken by one to two hundred members of Congress along with their staffs and their families. So they all know yeah. the truth, ladies and gentlemen. They're just lying to you. Uh, I think it's criminal. But the war on ivermectin 
written by Joel Scalzo in worldaffairsbrief.com, uh, has some light to shed on this too, Chris. Yeah, he does. So he quotes an allnewspipeline.com report that says, Research indicates ivermectin is a legitimate contender to slow the viral replication process, and that means any virus. As an example, one study confirms that ivermectin is a specific inhibitor of importin, and that's a little too technical for me. I don't know what that is. That's probably an enzyme or a cofactor or something that can stop the replication of HIV and dengue viruses. And I would add to that COVID-19, because, you know, all viruses have the same mode of operation. So I'm sure that it's just as effective. You know, that's probably the modus operandus, you know, for ivermectin. Yeah. And then he talks about an article, Sam, um, Joel Skousen. And we, we've, we all remember this from August, early August. A Rolling Stone article by Peter Wade published a hit piece claiming that Oklahoma emergency rooms were overflowing with people overdosing on horse dewormer. And Joel Skousen said it was totally fake news. So what happened is a, a Dr. Jason McElyay, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, claimed that people in uh, Oklahoma, in a, a specific Oklahoma hospital, I think it was called NHS Sequoia, um, were overdosing on ivermectin horse dewormer and are, were causing emergency rooms to be, quote, so backed up that the gunshot victims were having a hard time getting access to health facilities. As people take the drug, McElyay said, patients have arrived at hospitals with negative reactions like nausea, vomiting, muscle aches, and cramping. I'm sure that if you take too much of ivermectin, there's probably a potentiality that you could experience these negative side effects. Well, that's the point I made by people are forced to take, um, you know, something from uh, a, a farm supply store or whatever else because they can't get legitimate human doses and human um, measured prescriptions to ivermectin that's part of the problem we're experiencing here yeah ladies and gentlemen when we come back we'll continue talking about this this is serious business they got a caught lion you're starting to see who's who in this world of truth and lies right well this is truth telling radio liberty roundtable live with chris carlson back in seconds on your favorite news the network refused to use talk station Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. 
Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Hey, stop taking that horse dewormer, people. You're not a horse. Come on. That's the lie being told. Chris Carlton breaking it down <laughs> just for you. Chris? Yes, so continuing where we left off, but the article provided no evidence, Sam, for its claims, and it turns out that the hospital that Dr. McElyay claimed to work for disavowed his claims and said that he hadn't even worked there for over two months, and I'll read that word for word. This is the statement issued by the hospital. NHS Sequoia has not treated any patients due to complications related to taking ivermectin. This includes not treating any patients for ivermectin overdose. All patients who have visited our emergency room have received medical attention as appropriate. Our hospital has not had to turn away any patient seeking emergency care. So the whole thing was a lie. It was just concocted by this, this Dr. McElyay, apparently. The problem is... Well, and I don't know if it's just Dr. McElyay, because these lies are being told all across the country. So you're getting multiple people involved in the lies, and the core of the information is coming from somewhere. And what you got to do, ladies and gentlemen, is track the money and, and track the statements and find out where they really come from. You'll find out they're centrally coordinated to perpetuate these lies. Chris? Yeah. Yep. So the deep state has thoroughly infiltrated all aspects of our lives. There are people that have been inserted into positions of power and authority and influence that we don't know about. And they're being paid by massive, massive amounts of money. We've talked about this over and over again. There is a system. You, 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 you've heard the expression, Sam, you know, I can't see the forest for the trees. I think that's where America that's right. is still. Because we, we don't understand it's the system, that the whole system is corrupt. It's not one individual here. It's not replacing one congressman or replacing the president, you know, or replacing this bureaucrat. The whole system has become thoroughly corrupted from the inside, and we don't recognize that. We, we look at it as, as just isolated incidences, and it's not. It's just the system that's been corrupted. Yeah, and it's, it's beyond the system, ladies and gentlemen, because the system is just being, <coughs> in my opinion, controlled by enemies of the system. The system used to work great when it was first do no harm. The system used to work great when honesty was the issue. And uh, so there is a war on ivermectin, ladies and gentlemen. Rolling Stone, literally Peter Wade got caught in the lie and was forced to literally retract uh, over the blatant lie as well because the credible source would be the hospital. And they're saying it did not happen. It isn't true. That's not what went on for us at all. There's no evidence of this. 
Um, you know, Rolling Stone did not do their due diligence. They just had an axe to grind. Chris, that's really important to highlight. And I wonder how many people saw the retraction opposed to, uh, in contrast to how many people saw the original article. Usually they say about a tenth sees the retraction. Yeah. See, that's the problem. The damage is already done. You know, they say that, you know, by the time the truth gets its pants on, the truth has already made a trip around the world or something to that effect. And that's usually the case. You know, people latch on to things that are sensational and lies are much more sensational than the truth usually. All right, but a lot of doctors know the truth, and a lot of doctors are starting to speak out about this, too. And the evidence is becoming so obvious that it's starting to break through, Chris. Yeah, and hopefully it does be before too much damage has been done. But a lot of people, you know, including many friends, many family members of mine, have decided to take the vaccination, which is completely and totally absurd, in my opinion, because they don't, nobody knows, the doctors, the nurses, nobody knows what's in these vaccines although there's evidence starting to come out about that and we won't talk about that maybe we'll do another show on that and it's pretty creepy some of the things that uh, you know some um, investigators have found in the vaccines but why would you do that why would you allow anybody to inject an unknown substance into your arm Sam it just seems counterintuitive just like that the bear analogy you know a mother bear would never let anybody get near her her little cubs but you know, now we're talking about injecting five-year-olds with the vaccine. Yeah, but headlines are showing that the more they push, the more they basically cross that line, the more Americans are starting to realize it for what it really is. Um, you know, they're starting to realize, hey, we're just not going to subject our kids to that. We're concerned about this, too. So people are slowly but surely waking up, and the more overreach they have, uh, the more people start to take notice and wake up. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to talk more about, about ivermectin? I've got a couple of others. Did well, let's you want to talk about Vladimir Zelenko, Dr. Dr. Simone Gold, Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Peter McCullough, etc., have all had great success using ivermectin to treat patients. Frontline doctors like Pierre Corey. We could go on and on and on and on, but there's thousands of doctors that have treated tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of patients successfully with ivermectin. It is beyond debate at this point, a uh, year and a half, almost two years into the, quote, COVID dishonesty. Is COVID real? Yes. They call me a COVID denier if I say the official story is bogus. I'm not a COVID denier. I had it twice. But I'm telling you, the information we're getting on it is absolutely pure, flat-out, in-your-face propaganda. Rand Paul literally has exposed uh, Dr. Fauci on this and caught him in lie after lie after lie, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, it's so bad that even the um, exposing the media's lies about Fauci, the media is the only reason why Anthony Fauci is not already behind bars, ladies and gentlemen, for lying to Congress, destroying, destroying millions of jobs, destroying businesses, etc. That's coming to an end, even says Brent Moselle. Yeah, the Media Research Center is on the attack by demanding that Anthony Fauci be fired and even arrested for his lies. Folks, you got to understand this is serious business. Um, so Brent Bozell continues and said, let me tell you how the Media Research Center is exposing the left-wing media cover-up for Anthony Fauci. And what's going to happen to this traitor? 
once he's caught. All right, here's what's going to happen to Fauci next, they say. Here's how the media covered up Anthony Fauci's criminal activity. First, Anthony Fauci lied to Congress about the effectiveness of masks and lockdowns, and Senator Rand Paul called him out. That's when Fauci doubled down and lied about, hey, they didn't do any gain-of-function research, he claimed. Next, the media spin machine went into overdrive and did everything within their power to cover up Fauci's sick agenda. All the suspects basically made it sound like, hey, Fauci was a hero, a savior. But ladies and gentlemen, understand that the Media Research Center has recorded all of Fauci's lies. And now there's evidence that he lied about gain-of-function research, and he's going down over it, says Brent Bozell and others. I pray that's true, because this guy is a flat-out criminal. And I hate to spend so much time on that, but I think it's important really to highlight that, though. This is led by Fauci and the media, and they're lying. And the more we stand up and tell the tale and we break through the new media taking center stage, the more people will start to wake up. That is our goal. We want to be on the attack with the Media Research Center and others to make a difference here, Chris. Yeah, and CNN, ABC, CBS, I know what people watch. You know, I know where they get their news, and I wish it was from uh, Liberty Roundtable, but it's not. The more they watch these things, you know, the more they become bombarded with these lies on a day-to-day basis, and it's much easier to believe, you know, if you hear it a thousand times over. Even though, you know, your internal... Uh, guidance system should be warning you. Listen, don't listen to these people. These people do not have your best interests at heart. If it's highly promoted and uh, powerfully uh, disseminated, Sam, that should be a pretty clear indication that it is not good and it's it's propaganda and they're trying to brainwash you. <laughs> Just as a rule of thumb nowadays, you know, maybe 25 years ago that wasn't the case with the media, but it certainly is today. And just... I'm warning people, this is an an evil, subversive agenda designed to destroy America and designed to to hurt people, and don't fall for it. So, Now listen to this story. This is scary as all get out, but it relates to the same topic here. The number of people diagnosed with dementia will increase by over 40% by 2030. The World Health Organization predicted. Think about that for a minute, Chris. Wow. Over 40% increase. The World Health Organization estimates that over 55 million people currently live with dementia. And they say it'll be 20, or they say it'll be 78 million by 2030. Think about that. 78 million in 139 million. By 2050, those numbers are just shocking. But I wonder, you know, when they're giving everybody the COVID virus, they may know the future results of this, and they may know how bad it's going to get. Any thoughts, well, pe- Chris? People like that are much more controllable, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you don't want a population of people that can defend themselves intellectually, spiritually, physically. You know, that is a threat to the deep state agenda. You know, why wouldn't they want a bunch of zombies walking around just blindly obeying their dictates? Um, and if you can't, again, if you can't see the forest for the trees, folks, 
I don't know what else to tell you. If you're listening to this program, you're probably awake. Uh, but we need to spread the word. We need to share this. Thanksgiving is coming up. At the Thanksgiving dinner table, if it doesn't cost too much contention, you need to share your thoughts and observations about what's going on with your your family and relatives. Um, they need to know. And a lot of times, you know, that'll cause contention at the dinner table, but <laughs> do it anyway. Because when you when, once you plant that seed, you know, it may not sprout immediately, but at least, at least it leaves an impression that eventually may sprout, hopefully before it's too late. But you know what, Chris? There's a way to go about it in a non-contentious way, too, by the way. I don't know if you know, but you can mention that a teacher, or I'm sorry, a registered nurse, Tracy Scadden, She's a registered nurse with Health Independence Alliance. She's putting together a vigil for vaccine victims. November the 4th, um, it'll be 5 to 7 p.m. They say the dress code is black morning clothing. RSVP victim to 385-315-0578. Utah COVID Vax Victims at gmail.com. And that's going to be at uh, the corner of State Street and South Temple in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, people are making a difference. And so, you know, most people, whether you agree or disagree with the vaccinations, this is a vigil for folks who have basically been forced to take the vax or have taken the vaccinations. And then they now are dead and or harmed uh, because of the vaccination. Anybody should be able to get aboard to say, hey, that's a sad tale. Okay, we need to be sad for all these scenarios surrounding the lies. And the in the in the the lack of solutions relating to this, uh, but anyway, that's a, a very non-contentious way to bring it up uh, and have people kind of say, "Hey, we agree." That's coming up on November the fourth. We'll talk about it in the next uh, days or the days that unfold. Uh, thanks, Chris. We're flat out of time. Would love to talk about the other topics, but we just need more time on the radio. That's all. We'll work on that. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Sam. Wait, have a great New Year, buddy. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving Americans everywhere, continuing our duty, sir. I want him to do the outro because I, I absolutely a thousand percent agree with it. It's really an important point to make on every broadcast we do. Thanks, Chris. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news that Edwards refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 29th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. To promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property is our goal. We use the supreme law of the land. The Constitution is our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. And we're convinced the checks and balances is brilliantly put in place by the founders. One of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled Friday. And wow, he's been on the road for so long we haven't had him on the radio. But here he is now in fine form, former Sheriff Richard Mack. 
founder and president of the CSPOA. That's the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. What is the CSPOA? A partnership between the citizens and local law enforcement, especially sheriffs. Stand with your sheriffs. I back the sheriff is the phrase. CSPOA.org is the organization. And I would recommend you become a lifetime member as I am sheriff. Welcome back, sir. Well, Sam, thank you so much. I'm sorry I've been missing your show, but boy, we have been busy and about our father's business. Amen to that. All hands on deck is the point. The good sheriff went to Texas with uh, Tanya and others in the CSPOA, and man, they had a road trip like no other, huh? <laughs> yes, it was extremely uh, eye-opening for me. Um one, uh, I learned more about the geography of Texas, but uh, when we were in uh, Brackettville, which is really close to the border, uh, the sheriff there was so busy that he had to keep uh, leaving the, the seminar, uh, Sheriff Coe, and go and take care of battles and uh, felony activity uh, with yeah, he was so busy dealing with the non-crisis on the border, right? Yeah, 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 the non-crisis on the border. And um, yeah, I, I am surprised that he and his deputies are so dedicated to this and, and still um, keeping their wits about him. Uh, because um, while we were there, he had two high-speed pursuits uh, that involved two illegal aliens uh, just the day before, they had a shooting across the river uh, where, I guess, cartel members were shooting at some of his deputies. Uh, luckily, no one was hit. But th this is just a simple indication of what you and I have said for a long time, uh, at least since Biden has been in office, that the cartels are completely in charge of our border. And, and uh, so uh, we were supposed to go down to... Uh, Rocky Point, Mexico, uh, for Thanksgiving, enjoy ourselves on the beach. And I talked to my daughter about it. It was all her idea. She's already uh, paid the deposit and everything. And I said, Mandy, I cannot let you go down there in good faith uh, because this is what this is doing. This is us trusting the cartels uh to be friendly to us and and not kidnap your children and i said i know that the road the hour and 15 minutes between the u.s border and rocky point that most of the time it's a, a safe place to be i said but uh these uh, all these meetings in texas were advertised and were very well advertised that they were cspoa meetings and thus me and uh, it is not unusual for uh, kind of spies and informants to be at the border and then tell cartels and others uh, who would like to kidnap or stop you and take your money uh, and kidnap your kids uh, that they would say, hey, look, this is, oh, this guy's got a nice truck and he's flashing cash and whatnot. And then they notify people down a half hour away uh, to be ready to go after you. And and I and I'll be the first to admit, this very rarely happens there, but it has happened uh, along that stretch, and it wasn't too far away from this place that uh, the polygamists 
the LDS uh, polygamists, uh, they shot their children, they shot up their car, they shot the adults. Uh, two children had to uh, fo- were forced to run away and hide in the desert, uh, and those two got away. Uh, and but the bottom line is this, Sam: anybody going down to Mexico, I don't care where your entry point is, if you're driving down there, you are trusting the cartels to take care of you. And I said, I'm. I said, I just can't uh, take that chance. Uh, I'm asking you not to go. And we canceled the trip. And and so they're going to do uh, something uh, someplace else in the United States. I don't know what they're going to do, but I think I'm just going to have Thanksgiving with uh, my mother-in-law, and uh, she's actually here with us right now, spending some time with my wife. And uh, it's really time for people to to wake up with, to what's going on the border. Um, and, and I just did an interview yesterday with a lady by the name of Kimberly Kindy. K-I-N-D-Y, Kindy or Kindy, uh, from the Washington Post, and we talked a lot about this. Uh, and uh, I kind of got after a little bit. I said, I can't believe that you and the Washington Post continue to support this crisis at the border uh, and y- that you support the, the violence that is going on in our country. And um, Well, and you uh, spin anyway. the dishonest denial is the real key. Say that again? They spin the dishonest denial about what's happening on the border. That's the real issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, the Texas sheriffs, and, and Sam, this is another indication of how serious it's getting. We had about um, three, and then their undersheriffs and other people, there was at least eight or nine, maybe ten Hispanic law enforcement officers at that seminar. Uh, two or three sheriffs. And then about seven uh, other sergeants, captains, and undersheriffs. All of them, all of them, uh, completely and entirely um, Hispanic, some of them with uh, Spanish accents. We love that they were there. But, Sam, they were there because they have seen, uh, and this is what I also told the reporter, that they have seen the devastation caused by one dictator uh, and his administ- his dictatorial administration, uh, what they've caused at the border. These these people would not normally be attending our seminars because they're Democrats. Uh, I told I told Washington Post, we're proud to have Democrats attend. We've had them before, uh, but it's going to be increasing because they're finally waking up to what the left is really doing. They're destroying the border. They're destroying our country. And uh, it's just uh, really, really crazy. Uh, so uh, anyway, um, it, it's it's time for the American people to wake up because these sheriffs are waking up, and they need help, and they're tired of this um, situation occurring. They're tired of this crisis. They're tired of the violence. They're tired of the threats. Uh, most of the border sheriffs have had hits. And contracts put out on them because they're getting in the way of the cartels having free reign down there. The ultimate problem with this, Sam, is that international terrorists, Al-Qaeda and ISIS, are infiltrating our country through the southern border. This has been well documented, and uh, the only thing we don't know is the exact amount. 
but it, it's in the tens of thousands. The training that I've been to, uh, it's in the tens of thousands that have infiltrated America. And the other one that we do know, because uh, Sheriff from Coriel County, who is one of our best constitutional sheriffs now in the country, Scott Williams, he actually made an arrest of an MS-13 uh, gang member in his county, which is over 300 miles away from the border. Uh, and so uh, they are infiltrating our country. They are setting up shop in our country now. And the Biden administration, the Biden, sorry, the Biden dictatorship uh, and the national media do not care about this. And they well, are going to gentlemen, support the Democrats. This is a Democrat. trifecta, though. Not only do they not care, Sheriff, this is a trifecta between religious organizations that are aiding and abetting with finances and cover and safe houses mm-hmm. and travel and all kinds of support. Religious organizations are in bed with the drug cartels, the sex trafficking cartels, and the United States government to literally ship these violent criminals in many, many, many cases to every red state in the country. They plan an insurgency, and they're doing it at night. There's a trifecta between these sex trafficking slave trade cartels, drug cartels, religious organizations, and the United States government. That's how it's happening. They're doing it at night. So we had Mike Miller on our TV show uh, with Bridie on TV just two days ago, or I guess it was on uh, Tuesday, I guess three days ago, breaking this down like nobody's business. That's what's happening, Sheriff. No doubt about it. Yes, uh, it, it is. And I'll tell you what, Sam, I had a brief glimpse of it while I was there. Uh, it's it's 10 times worse uh, than anything that's been reported. Uh, Fox has done some reporting on it, uh, but it's 10 times worse than what anybody thinks. And the caravans of people, the tens of thousands of, of people now trying to get into Yuma and uh, along the Texas border, uh, obviously along the Arizona border, but Yuma is uh, is being attacked, and along, all along the Arizona border and Texas border, it is absolutely insanity. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mike Miller showed us literally a video that he took with a shooting in progress. It will shock you to the core. Joe Biden doesn't care. Neither does your mainstream press. But the new media is taking center stage right here on Liberty Roundtable Live. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bush, one of the good sheriff, Richard Mack, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. So Sheriff Mack said he's not going to Mexico for Thanksgiving like he had planned. It's just too dangerous. It's not safe. And now we know on even on our side of the border, it's not very safe as you get close to the border. And in time, it's not going to be safe in any community in America, ladies and gentlemen. They're planning an insurgency. Religious organizations have been duped into this. The United States government is literally carrying the ball to make this happen, along with sex trafficking, slave trafficking, drug cartels globally. They have America in their sights, and they're planning an insurgency. We bring it up, and they call us terrorists, ladies and gentlemen, but it is stark. It is real. It is going on now, but it might not be any better in New York soon, Sheriff. I know that's one of your other favorite places to go visit, New York City. You love Hawaii, too, but New York facing streets without cops because of COVID vaccine mandate, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of the cops do not want to take the COVID vaccine. Uh, so the union for the cops tried to get a judge to stop it, but the judge rejects union request to halt the requirement. Bob Unruh with the peace, WND.com. And so now you've literally got Places in New York where there's not going to be any cops to respond to crimes because they're simply not willing to take the vaccinations. They're creating a crisis everywhere in the country. Sheriff? Well, Zan, this is easily solved. Just have the national federal police come in and take over. Have you uh, lost your appears- cotton pick in mind? <laughs> <laughs> All they got to do yes, is just let I- the FBI roll in, huh? Yes, but uh, this uh, seriously, I think that's where they're headed. I think they, I think Biden wants it. I think it's something that Obama wanted and never got going, and now he's vicariously doing this through his little puppet uh, and this this communist uh, dictatorship that's in Washington D.C. will certainly get the brown shirts moving and uh, have their Gestapo moving, and it will be the national federal police that will come in and save the day and restore uh, peace and order all across this country uh, because they caused the problem and then come in with their wonderful solution. And I I believe that's uh, the goal. I believe that that was part of the goal with the Brady Bill and that they were filling the sheriffs out uh, with the Brady Bill and then some crazy small-town sheriff in southeast Arizona threw a wrench in their whole thing. 
But uh, th- this is happening, Sam. It's it's the complete destruction of our nation's police, uh, where they do not work for the people, but they work for the king and the dictator in Washington D.C. And I see that coming. I don't think I don't think there's going to be any other solution except for that. And Biden has already suggested that several times, and and Obama certainly did. So yeah, it, this this is so sad because. The tour that we had in in Texas, um, I don't know. Let me see if I can see where we all went. Um, I know we started in Wichita, Wichita Falls County, Wichita County, and um, I can't remember the date. That was like, um, gosh, I can't remember. I can't remember the date, but I'm pretty sure we started in Wichita Falls, and then we went to. Uh, there was some place before that. I know we went to Mesquite, Texas. That was Saturday. We had other events before that, though. I know all I remember is Brackettville, Wichita Falls, Mesquite, and that's wow, gosh, that's all I remember right now. Come on, but uh, anyway, we had there was two events though in uh, Mesquite. So uh, Kirk Lanius and his group there, John Parigi, Sammy Walker, all the guys you know from uh, the Woodlands, uh, they set up something that was really too ambitious. They had a seminar in the left wing of this church, not left wing, that's a bad way to put it, the west wing of the church, and then uh, in the main uh, chapel area, they had us with sheriffs and peace officers. Well, there's only about 13, 13 or so sheriffs and peace officers and public officials. So uh, we were kind of going back and forth uh, to the one. We started with everybody in the chapel. Then the citizenry part of that went in and did their own seminar in the in the West Wing. Uh, probably they, I probably have to call it the cafeteria. And um, so anyway, they... They, they've just really got too ambitious with this. It was a great seminar, don't get me wrong, but they were trying to do too much. And so they had all these other speakers going on while we were having our meeting and our speeches, and I was supposed to go back and forth to the other one. I was So I started in the one, was supposed to go over to the citizens and speak there, and then come back and finish our seminar uh, later in the afternoon. It was just too much going back and forth. So finally, Chris Ann Hall came, and she was supposed to wrap up the whole thing, and she was supposed to be talking in the one while I was talking in the other, and then we were going to switch. And I told, I talked to Kirk about it, and I said, look, this is getting way too much. Uh, I, finish up in the other side and, and finish up early. I won't go and talk over in the other side, and then we'll leave the, the last 50 minutes for Chrisanne, and then I'll finish with the last 10 minutes. And, and draw the whole conference to conclusion. And they all agreed. There was a couple of them that kind of murmured about it, but it really worked out well. So everybody came back together with the sheriffs. Uh, we did have our round uh, chair thing, our round table without tables. Uh, we had that thing uh, that went on before this. Then Chris Ann came in at about four o'clock and she just really knocked it out of the park. It was fabulous. And these sheriffs are now finally hearing uh, the wake-up call 
from yours truly and Chris Ann Hall, constitutional attorney, and she totally agreed with me. I asked her point blank when we were talking with the sheriffs and law enforcement, public officials. I said, Chris Ann, do you agree with I with what I just said? She goes, I'm sorry, I was going over my computer for my trying to rearrange my presentation. I did not hear what you said. And I said, I said that if the sheriffs of this country don't get involved with protecting the liberty of the citizens in their counties, if they don't get involved, there's no way that this uh, movement for freedom to restore our Constitution remains peaceful. And she goes, oh, yeah, no question about it. It will not and remain peaceful. And that's not something that we advocate for, ladies and gentlemen. It's something we're documenting as a reality. I'll tell you that, and I'll tell you why. Because the Biden administration just released more than 500,000 illegal aliens into the United States, Sheriff. That's public yes. knowledge. Not to mention the coyotes and uh, the drug cartels in bed with the religious organizations in bed with the government to bring them in unknown. There's 500,000 just on the record, ladies and gentlemen. I don't see where he gets authority to do that against our laws. Isn't that? Shouldn't he be arrested for that? He, no, he he has no authority. He should be he should be arrested. But th- that would all start with an impeachment. And the Democrats are going to continue to support this, and they're not going to do it. To impeach him? Can't we just arrest him for criminal activity? Well, yeah, but the people who are in charge of the doing that would are all working for Biden. Yeah. Uh, the Justice Department, the FBI. Uh, they're, they're, they're Nuremberg officers, and they're only going to do what they're told. And and so the only thing that we could do is, this, like this brave Sheriff Schmeling in Minneapolis or, or Minnesota, who has now come out and showed evidence of voter fraud, uh, albeit kind of smaller numbers, but at the same time, voter fraud, he's got felony uh, accusations ready to go. He did his investigation. The only way that Biden could ever be brought to justice is if uh, uh, several, I would say hundreds of sheriffs, would unite in an investigation against him and then present that to uh, the AGs in their states and that the AGs would then charge Biden. But I guarantee you the federal courts would say it would have to be removed to federal courts instead of state courts. I guarantee that would happen. So the, the corruption and the cycle of corruption just keeps going and that the federal government level uh, would be protecting Biden the whole time. Well, as I, they continue I, to make these moves and there's no justice, this is what will foment, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this uh, lack of peaceful opportunity for solutions. For example, yeah. the FBI and Nancy Pelosi just blocked a real investigation into January 6th to really get all the 1,400 hours of video out and find out who really did what, when, where, how. It would prove it to be a provocateur agenda i'm sure but it just got shut down by pelosi and the fbi and now the man a man got arrested for threatening um congressman matt getz okay this guy threatened to kill congressman matt getz he now got arrested turns out that he worked for multiple corporate media outlets just criminals running the asylum ladies and gentlemen lee dundas will join us in seconds attorney at law Talking about the walkout over vaccines in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. 
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Oklahoma administered a lethal injection Thursday to a 60-year-old man, John Marion Grant, who fatally stabbed a prison cafeteria worker 23 years ago. The lethal injection came after the United States Supreme Court in a 5-3 ruling Thursday vacated stays of execution for him and Julius Jones that were put in place a day earlier by the 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Jones's lethal injection is set for November 18th. Just days after President Biden stumped for Virginia governor candidate Democrat Terry McAuliffe, Republican candidate Glenn Youngkin has surged to an eight-point lead in the latest polling in the state. The poll was conducted October 24th through the 27th among 1,212 Virginia registered voters. Game three of the World Series will be played tonight where Major League Baseball banned the All-Star game. The Atlanta Braves host the Houston Astros with the series nodded at one game apiece in the best of seven. USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. With guidelines and regulations changing by the week, one thing is certain. You need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. COVID is spiking again, and it's just not clear how to keep your family safe. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. When a failed gun background check empowered a deranged young man to shoot up a church, the federal government became liable. In one such case, a settlement has been reached. The Justice Department is settling with families who sued after the deadly shooting in 2015 at a South Carolina church. Families of those killed will get between six and seven and a half million dollars, while those who survived will get five million. They sued after Dylan Roof shot and killed nine people during a Bible study at the Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has announced a new name for the company. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Democrat Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York said Meta is a cancer to democracy, among other things. USA Radio News. Ignorant people running around everywhere, the mainstream press, everything else, thinking we have a democracy, ladies and gentlemen. We don't have a democracy in America. We have a constitutional republic. Thank you very much. The difference is striking if you are educated. I'll tell you that right now. So the man got arrested. Why? Because he was threatening to kill Congressman Matt Gates. Well, it turns out this guy worked for multiple corporate media outlets. So you've got, like, these criminals running the asylum going on here, ladies and gentlemen, and it's getting worse by the second. Attorney Lee Dundas, now with me and Sheriff Richard Mack, and she's an attorney and an advocate for citizens' rights, has been so for quite some time. LeeDundas.com, her website, and we're going to talk about this event coming up she's got planned. Hi, Lee. 
Hi, Sam. Good to be here. You got an event planned for us, huh? I absolutely do. Uh, I'm sure you and your listeners have heard about the administration's little uh, attempt to mandate the vaccines. Have you not? Well, I've kind of heard about it, except there's no mandate. There's just a press release. But, yes, I'm familiar with it. Well, <laughs> exactly. The the fake mandate, I should have said. And, and that's, that's just right. it. I mean, th- this thing is as unconstitutional as it gets. It's never going to hold water. The OSHA emergency regulations are trying to use. It didn't work the last time they tried to use those 45 years ago. This is not a workplace hazard. It's a virus. But it kind of doesn't matter, you know, Sam, if uh, <clears throat> if the evil powers that be push it and the whole uh, whole of, of, of our republic believes it and buys into it, you know, perception becomes reality. But I got news for you. That's not what's, go- not what's going on today. I have been drowning over the last two weeks in phone calls, primarily from the blue-collar boys and girls who run this country. You know, I got news for your listeners, and maybe they haven't thought about it because we're all living in a first-world country, or at least we used to be, but the products that we use, the products on our shelves, they don't just drop out of the sky onto the shelves of Walmart and Amazon and and, uh, Target. They are brought to us and made for us on the black backs of those blue-collar guys, and those men and women are, to a man and woman, pissed off. They are saying our our company is 30, 50, 75 percent or more unvaccinated, and if my employer thinks that they can take my retirement, my job, my pension, and my paycheck away from my family to feed my kids when I'm one year away from retirement after I gave them two or three decades of my life, they got another thing coming. I'm going to walk out, I'm going to strike, and we would rather bankrupt our employers, even though we're typically loyal, hardworking guys, than ever see our jobs and our country sold to the devil. And so they are staging a nationwide walkout. And the dates on it, Sam, are Monday, November 8th through Veterans Day, the evening of Thursday, November 11th. It is a four-day walkout. And I am telling you, I have heard from every single person coast to coast, if I name the names of the company's employees who are involved in this, you guys you guys would faint over dead, in, dead on your feet right now. Um, it is going to be massive. I suggest you buy your Thanksgiving Day supplies a little bit early. Ladies and gentlemen, event nationwide walk off the job. Uh, I'm going to call it a protest. November 8th through the 11th is happening, ladies and gentlemen, all over the country. And you think this is small? You got another thing coming, ladies and gentlemen. If you want updated text bulletins about this, then you got to text the word all caps FREEDOM. To 53445, 53445, and you can get caught up and be in the loop on this thing. Uh, Texting has become the great way for people to keep in touch because it's opt-in and because they can't stop us unless they're going to shut down all texting. They don't know who's who. Uh, And so every other method of the mainstream press that they've been able to use against us with social media and everything else, texting has been a way for us to get right to one another and tell the tale and so updates will be had you got to text the word freedom to 53445 lee yeah, this is this is going to be massive. Um, like I said, the people who make the product and move the product, they are they are walking out. And every other, we've got telecom, we've got people who make weapons for the military, we've got uh, you know big defense manufacturers, we've got all sorts of employees uh, who I can't name names of. 
like I said, they are walking out, and I, I'm telling you, hospitals, nurses, they've been pissed off for a while, the frontline EMTs, the cops, you know, firefighters, and the people supporting this, Sam, we've got Bobby Kennedy and his group, Children's Health Defense, we've got Simone Gold and frontline doctors, we've got General Flynn, we've got Linwood, we've got all sorts of people, all the frontline doctors, all the frontline lawyers, all the big-time influencers from Ann Vandersteel and her buddy Charlie Ward to you guys, radio, talk show, podcast, everybody who's anybody understands this is a checkmate move. We need to support it. If Biden thinks that he, you know, this country runs when he says jump, he's got another thing coming. These guys are doubling down and they're like, "Uh uh-uh, we run this country. We're still Americans. This is a country by the people, for the people, of the people, and we are going to walk out and push back against these vax mandates. And just the threat of this in the last two and a half days already caused the White House to walk it back. They came out yesterday and said, oh, just kidding, that December 8th that we said was a hard date, that's more like a soft date. And by the way, we don't really think there will be any supply line disruptions. I beg to differ. When you're the White House and you're bringing up independently supply line, that means you are quaking in your boots because you know it's coming, and it is coming like a freight train, my friend, because the guys who run the big equipment in this country and make the product and move it, they aren't playing ball with Biden's mandate because it's a fake mandate. We're still America. This ain't China. We're walking out November 8th through the 11th, and join us because this is the checkmate move. In this you want to be in the middle of it? You want to keep a handle on it? You want to know what's going on? Text the word, quote, FREEDOM, all caps, to 53445, and you'll be able to opt in. You can choose stop if you want to as well to get out, but I'm telling you right now, if you want to keep up on it, that's the place to go. Lee Dundas, others talking about this across the country. I think it's one of the greatest moves because it's peaceful. We have every right to walk out from the job and say, listen, we're not going to take this from criminal Biden. We're not doing it. Sheriff Richard Mack, your response. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i all for this. Uh, I, I, I've talked before, Sam, and you and I have talked about this. I think our next one after this is we stop paying any money to the federal government. Uh, and, I, and I think that we've got to bring the federal government and this horrible dictatorship in Washington, we've got to bring them to their knees. And the only way I think we can do that besides this type of thing is is hurt them financially and stop paying for our own destruction. So, Lee, I congratulate you for this. And, and I'm serious. Um, I think if we unite in stopping the funding to this horrible beast that's destroying our country, is that we've got to stop sending our uh, alms to this uh, horrible administration. I agree. We'll let you respond to that in just a second, Lee Dundas. But I want to kind of mention, I have noticed a sea change just since Biden uh, literally um, unconstitutionally issued a press release as if he were a king. I see the groups that have you know, been kind to one another but not really worked together so much they've worked side by side but not really together like we need to i've seen a sea change now where we are lee 
Yeah, I, I, I could not agree more with everything that was just said, my friends. Um, you know, I am getting – we started out doing some protests and rallies. By the way, there will be rallies the week of November 8th through the 11th during the walkout, nationwide walkout. So, again, if you want to take part in those, text FREEDOM to 53445. But we had groups previously, you know, when we were protesting against some of these overreaches uh, on, the, on the, I would say, conservative side of the fence, who were worried that we were going to be attacked by BLM or Antifa or, you know, groups that have been rioting in the past. In the last week, literally, this stuff is so dynamic, and, and they say war makes for strange bedfellows, right? We now see BLM and Antifa and former gangbangers walking down the streets, taking over bridges, walking with us, saying, you know what? This is too much even for us. We, we are not going to submit to a kill shot that has killed tens of thousands of people, and we know that's underreported by 99% because Harvard did a study showing that. You know, this thing, this thing is, a, is it's a poison shot. Everybody who is anybody and has a, a pulse and a brain knows there's something up with it, and they are not okay with it being mandated, as well they shouldn't be. Federal black letter law, the Emergency Use Authorization Act says you can't mandate stuff when it's still experimental, which this stuff is, because hey, it might be the new thalidomide or DDT or Agent Orange. So you've got black people, you've got brown people, you've got red people, you've got white people, you've got Republicans, you've got Democrats, you've got people who are as far right as they get marching with BLM. What, calls, Lee? what? Americans. That's right, baby. That's right. And that's where this is. The Americans are saying, not on our watch. You're not, tell you're not engaging in medical rape at the threat of losing our jobs. We are over this. Get the heck out of our medical lives. Give us our freedoms back. This is America. And by the way, we're not asking you. We're telling you, this is America. We are a free people, and we are about to show it to you. The, uh, the new O.K. Corral showdown, you know, is, uh, is November 8th through the 11th. Ladies and gentlemen, stay right there. Lee Dundas, stay there. Sheriff Mack, stay there. Event, nationwide walk-off-the-job protest rallies to take place November 8th through the 11th. To get updated bulletins and information, text the word FREEDOM to 53445. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education. 
conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Gentlemen, Lee Dundas, attorney, well-known human rights activist, doing a phenomenal job. The good Sheriff Richard Mack with me as well. Uh, Los Angeles County. This is really shocking. As I mentioned, more people are standing up than ever before. Americans are taking their country back. I see a sea change. We're working together, and people are getting serious now. It ain't just talk. We're taking action. We can act is the point, ladies and gentlemen. But Los Angeles County Sheriff, the guy's name is Alex I think you say Villanueva. I don't know if he's a great guy or not. I haven't vetted the guy, but here's what I know. He announced on Thursday that he would not enforce the county's vaccine mandate for county employees. The issue has become so political, politicized, there are entire groups of employees that are flat out willing to be fired and laid off because they're not willing to get vaccinated they're not willing to have the force. And that's the issue. Even a lot of people that may be for vaccines, ladies and gentlemen, they're not for the forced plan. They're just not. And they're willing to stand up and say, I might not even agree with you, but I agree with, what do you want to say? Your body, your choice? Do we go there? Uh, but this is interesting. Even in Los Angeles, a very liberal place to be, this county sheriff just says, hey, man, I'm not doing that. Lee? And and God bless him for it. You know, uh, I don't necessarily agree with all of the sheriffs all of the time, but we're seeing more and more folks doing what uh, Sheriff Back has been saying for, for ages, which is we are a constitutional republic. Uh, the buck stops with the sheriffs if, if everybody above the line is, is missing the mark on the people making the bad laws or the bad executive orders. And, and these sheriffs are coming out and saying we are not going to enforce bad unconstitutional law or things that aren't even law, that are just mandates or some bad pipe dream coming out of some little dictator's little Napoleon's mouths. And uh, we're just not going to do it. And, you know, a legend has it here in California, even the heart of liberalism in L.A., we've got folks in the courthouses. We've got folks in the sheriff's department. We have folks in the fire department. Um, we have folks in public health. These people, ironically, even in the departments that are making and enforcing some of these strange uh, draconian rules we've seen of late, if you can call them that again, are, are now to the point saying we're, we're not down with this plan. We are we are not behaving like communist China. We're not going to wrestle people to the ground and shove needles in their arms or ask to see their passport as if this is the Warsaw Ghetto. Not on our watch. And God bless them because this is America. It ain't China. And we need to draw the line somewhere. And uh, we should have drawn it a long time ago, but I'm happy to see the sheriff stepping out uh, with Sheriff Mack leading the charge like he has for so many years. And even in California now, firefighters rallied on Tuesday in Beverly Hills, of all places, to protest the mandate for county workers as well. Sheriff? Yeah, yeah you know, that's fantastic. I totally agree with uh, Lee's comments about uh, Sheriff Villanueva. Um, and I haven't always agreed with him either, but I totally agree with this one. I totally agree that the a 
abuse is starting to wake people up that I never thought would be awakened. But uh, Sheriff Villanueva is one of those. I'm proud of what he's doing. I bow to him for his courage to stand and be a true leader and defending the rights of the people, uh, especially the ones who work in his sheriff's office, that they will not uh, bow down to this dictatorship that acts like uh, whatever he mandates uh, that we just have to go along with. And it's just the opposite. And any officer working in the law or working for a sheriff's office or police department, any officer who believes that he has to go along with these mandates and enforce unconstitutional and stupid laws is uh, not properly trained and does not know what he's talking about. We uphold and defend the supreme law of this country. We are all sworn. That's why we're called sworn personnel. We are all sworn to uphold and defend the Constitution and thus protect the individual liberty and civil rights. Whatever happened to civil rights, uh, especially by the extreme leftists in this country who are now destroying everything that Martin Luther King fought and died for, I think this is such a dichotomy. It presents such a hypocrisy, and it presents such a, a dictatorial destruction of the American dream and American ideals. Ladies and gentlemen, the national walkout will begin November 8th through the 11th. If you want updates, ladies and gentlemen, text the word FREEDOM to 53445. How do people get organized then to make sure that this uh, carries to the local levels and there's really organization? It's national. There's a lot of big leaders involved. But what we really got to do is make sure that it happens locally everywhere, right, Lee? Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, never doubt that a small group of uh, people can change the world because, indeed, they are, the, they are the only ones that ever have or something like that, I think is how the saying goes. And and this is what it's about. You know, everybody wants to believe that the Holocaust was the result of Hitler, and don't get me wrong, he was no angel. But it was not the result of Hitler, Sam, and you and I and Sheriff Mack know that. It was the result of millions of Germans who turned a blind eye and or did the bidding of evil tyrants. And we are facing that same kind of situation again here in, ironically, the land of the free and the home of the brave. So it is incumbent upon every single American, if you are not prohibited by federal law, to do the walkout, the national walkout, November 8th through the 11th, because I am here to tell you, this is where the buck stops. It stops with us. Our forefathers fought and died for this country. My grandfather was on the USS West Virginia when it was bombed out from under him on December 7th, 1941. These are the men that kept our country safe, and how dare we sit idly by in 2021 watching our falsely elected politicians sell us out to China. We are going to hold the line. It is a nationwide walkout. Everybody, everybody, everywhere who is facing an employer mandating the vaccine needs to not show up to work if that is what their heart and mind tells them to do on Monday, November 8th, and they need to do that for pretty much the whole week, all the way through Veterans Day on the 11th. Four days, consecutive days, back-to-back. Let's show everybody who actually runs this country. It's us, my friends. It's us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, nationwide walk off the job or walk out of school day. We need to kind of add to this, Lee. You know, that's a brilliant idea, Sam, and California had a a little walkout a couple Mondays ago, and I got to tell you, the schools were a ghost town all the way from the Oregon border down to Tijuana. There weren't, there were three or four kids in classes that normally have 35 in them, and uh, if you're so inclined as a teacher or a student, I think we could absolutely add that messaging in. That's a brilliant idea, Sam. 
because I'm just telling you right now, you know, I hear more and more and more of this critical race theory and all this garbage of sex and perversion in the schools. They took a, a, a bunch of grade schoolers to a bar, a gay bar and stuff. We've got to walk out of schools and just say, you know what, you guys are on crack. You're nuts. You're crazy. We're not going along with this. Um, and to me, it really needs to send a clear message. And I think if you get a lot of uh, school people to stay home, hey, we just shut down the schools because nobody would be there, right? That's right. That's right. And that's the way it works in the marketplace, too. You vote with your feet. You vote with your wallet. These employers, if they think they're going to mandate a vaccine and all of a sudden half or 70 percent or 90 percent of their employees aren't there in some of these big organizations, that's going to send a clear message. You want to stay in business? You need to actually respect the Constitution and the will of the people and not the illegal, unconstitutional mandates of a person who probably wasn't actually elected. Walk off the job or walk out of school protests going on, ladies and gentlemen, the 8th through the 11th of November. You want updates and you want to coordinate? Text the word FREEDOM, that's all caps, FREEDOM, to 53445. Sheriff, what do you think? Just have them all walk out of school too? Man, let's do it. I I would especially love to see the schools do this, especially the way uh, the tyranny is happening in our schools uh, and that the dictatorial – uh, school boards are trying to make parents uh, terrorists, domestic terrorists, because they want to stand and stop the CRT crap and the lies uh, promoted and promulgated by the school boards. And uh, this this has gotten so out of control. I mean, I never could have dreamed in my worst nightmares that this would ever go this far. This is absolutely disgusting, despicable behavior from government. And every day, they're showing their true colors that they hate freedom, hate America, and believe that the American people are subjects of theirs. We're not. Makes you want to cry for a little bit, then get up and fight, doesn't it, Lee? Absolutely. And uh, there's a lot of action and anger, and I know that a lot of America is unhappy and, and upset at what their country has become. This is not the country that Sheriff Mack and you, Sam, and I grew up in, and we have a duty to leave it better for our kids. And uh, we do that, you know, when the courts aren't protecting us like they should, when the legislatures are out of control, and when the executive branch is, is straight out of China or North Korea at this point. You know, the power has always been in our hands, and we just need to exercise it. It doesn't require violence. It doesn't require a all it requires is for us to say we're not playing ball walk the heck out you tell your employer you're going to mandate the vax have fun running your organization with no people in it because the workers have the power and we are walking out november 8th through the 11th join a rally get out in the streets protest this peacefully use your first amendment rights we still have a first amendment and all the other ones and uh, again if you want to be looped into those rallies you can text the word freedom to 53445 so you can stay up updated on this nationwide walkout we're doing November 8th through the 11th. Lee, we appreciate you. We appreciate your leadership and all that you're doing for the sacred cause of liberty. We know you've been at it for decades, but we're amping up our efforts, though. It's one thing we've all worked hard for a long time. We're celebrating the 25th year anniversary of my radio show this year, so we've all been at it for a while, but we're taking this to the next level. That doesn't mean violence, ladies and gentlemen. Don't misinterpret, but we're simply going to make sure that our educational efforts and our action efforts go hand in hand, and we're working together like nobody's business. I'm telling you, it's changed in America now. 
It has. We got to stand up for freedom. We got to rise up, stand up, speak up. And uh, and uh, D-Day, you know, the beachhead. This is a this is a quiet war. It's an economic war. But there is there is a, a beach at Normandy, and we're going to be taking it November 8th through the 11th. Stand up for freedom. Strike for liberty. Nationwide walk off. Your employer, uh, if if they're mandating the jab, that's your week, my friends. November 8th through the 11th. And Sam, if I haven't said it yet, thank you so much for having me on today. God bless you. We'll talk soon. All right. Sheriff Mack, you want a final uh, word on this one? Well, uh, I got to uh, know Lee a little bit on tour, and she and I shared the stage a couple of times. And uh, she's uh, wonderful. She's quite the activist. She's quite the leader. And uh, all of us need to get more active uh, in standing against what's going on. And civil disobedience and noncompliance, as Chris Ann Hall uh, says in her video, uh, we've got I like non-compliance better more. than civil disobedience, Sheriff, because it's really more of the truth. We're not disobedient. Donald, or I'm sorry, Barack Obama and um, Joe Biden, they're the ones that have been engaging in civil disobedience. Joe has no authority to mandate some press release about this. He's being civilly disobedient. We need to call him on the carpet and hold him accountable, and we need to simply well, they are the ones um, breaking not the law, comply. Just like you said. They That's are right. breaking the law, not us. And so noncompliance is a much better explanation of what we're really doing. Amen. All right. And really, this is the culmination of what we've been training for and, and uh, educating people about. This is the culmination of our work, sir. Well, it is. And it's, it's great to see uh, things happening in a positive manner. But it's the, the other side of that sword is it's because of the horrible abuse and oppression happening by this current dictatorship in Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, pray hard and work hard. That's our job. Get involved immediately. Text Liberty to 53445. I'm sorry, Freedom. That's Freedom to 53445. Get it done now. We need you to be part of what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. It's a chance for us all to get involved and make a difference for our sacred cause. For Lee Dundas, the good sheriff, Richard Mack, and myself, Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.